Hello and welcome to the Survivor's Guide to Life podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Stevenson, and uh, my partner, Peter Bernstein, uh, will be joining you in just a moment. Our topic for the beginning of this new year, uh, 2021, uh, Peter has some things really in mind uh, as we start this year, things that will help us to move forward and through what are continuing to be very difficult times, essential ideas and principles for you that will be effective and practical. Now we're going to cover that in just a moment. Uh, where Peter is going to be starting is with uh, two ideas that for him really come together. Uh, the first one is uh, uh, that self-care will be essential. It has been, it will continue to be essential. Self-care is not selfish, it is essential. And the second one uh, is uh, thoughts that have been sparked by a new book by Bruce Feiler called Life is in the Transitions. And Peter's point, as well as the author's point here, is that we're all in a major transition. And good opportunities can come from transitions. Our point has usually been, too, that adversity provides us with opportunities for good change. So can transitions. Uh, let's hear what Peter has to say. Hi. Well, it's Dr. Peter Bernstein, Peter, and uh, I'm back. And this is a new year. And I wanted to start this year off um, with some support and encouragement for all of you folks. Um, it's been in, involved in this extraordinary reality in this crisis for over a year now. <clears throat> People have re really been worn down by it. Uh, we've seen so many people sick, others, families who have had to deal with death and dying. It's been a rough year. So much has happened. Um, but we want to also encourage people to find new ways, at least for you all, to not only sustain yourselves during this time, but to improve and live a better life through all of this. There is hope, even during these difficult times. But I want to point out a couple of things that there's some misunderstandings that a lot of people have. It's going to take something with, that we call self-care to cope with this. I think a lot of people misunderstand self-care as being selfish. It's not selfish. It's a way to have longevity and resilience. Um, there's been a lot of misunderstandings about it, and I see people getting really worn down. They look exhausted. They look Their health is deteriorating. I see it all the time. Uh, the people that we're seeing are probably more serious uh, in, their, in, in what's happened to them over this last year than I've ever seen before. So our work is certainly more intense, that's for sure. And that tells me that your lives are more intense too. This is a tough time, as my neighbor said, said the other night. Um, let me just say this. Um, you need to find some new ways to address this difficulty. Um, and a lot of folks that we've seen, when this thing hit and their companies closed or their businesses closed, some people took it as an opportunity to finally do some of the things they've really always wanted to do, and now is their chance. I've also seen other people who absolutely are paralyzed, and they can't seem to make a move. They, don't, they can't seem forward. They just want to rely on what, what's been, which is never going to work again. And um, they get depressed. They begin to physically deteriorate. Very unhappy situations. 
I think there's another way to go. As a psychologist, they always talked about developmental, how things are supposed to go in life, and it was like a very linear kind of progression. I always looked at that coming from the life that I had as, that doesn't seem to fit reality. Most of the time, the people I see, and the people, I don't mean just clinically, but I mean personally, go through a lot of ups and downs in life. And a lot of folks that I've known that have gone through it, their best changes come through these ups and downs. There's a new book out called, uh, by Bruce Feiler called Life is in the Transitions, Mastering Change at Any Age. It's a really good book. And he talks about, um, and I think this is really important, how really that linear kind of thinking is almost like brainwashing. And honestly, we have some clients that seem brainwashed. They can't get past it. But when I look at it, I look at something that we've been talking about for a long time on our podcast, and that is there is hope. There is a way of coping and moving ahead in spite of all the difficulties, the pain, and the struggles. The thing is, it's very hard for people to get behind that. But things are beginning to break down now. It's been over a year. It's been a very rough one. It may provide opportunities, openings, for new kinds of thinking. Um, Bruce Feiler does a lot of, talks about a lot, a lot of people's stories, life stories, where, you know, the things were going just fine or they were just going one way and they had a plan for life and then things happened and it changed their life story. And then it talks about what comes out of those difficult transitions. I, for one, am one of them. And I'm, today I sit here, I've been, um, I was a psychologist and psychotherapist for almost 50 years. Today I feel myself, I've moved past that as a mentor and a, a life coach. But I wasn't always here. I mean, my life, I was destined to be a, hopefully, a very successful developer and businessman in New Jersey. And I certainly was raised that way, to be a leader. But it turned out differently. And things happened in my life that threw me off of that course and threw me into something that seemed like an unknown. Well, interestingly, it has everything to do with how I became a psychologist, how today I am where I am after all of these years. I don't just see myself as a psychologist anymore. Um, but those changes through my life story into, into upheaval, out of that upheaval came a much better life, a much better emphasis in my life. That's the kind of thing we're talking about. I want to put that out today to all of you, that you need to begin to look at what's been happening, not just as a negative, and believe me, it hits hard. Um, so many people, so many loved ones have died during this time, and I'm not, I don't want to even be close to insensitive about that. But out of that, there's a, a ray of hope, a ray of light can come through this that we need to pay attention to because that's the new start. And that's what I'm going to encourage you to do today. I want you to start looking at this new year as opportunities and ways to build a new life. Pick a word. Just a word that stands out to you. We've picked the word resilience. And we talk about how out of struggles and suffering, there's a, an ability to develop in new ways and to stay resilient. That's my word. Other people's maybe vitality. Pick a word, but hold on to it. Make that a core word to help you get ahead and to start moving in new directions. I want to um, I want to start this way, but I want to shift over into some things that we've developed over many years about how to cope. And Jenny, uh, my assistant and director, has, we're going to plan this series based on 
a project that we had that had to do with the 10 steps to deal with difficult times. And she's going to bring them up. I'm going to comment on them. We, there are 10 very, very good concepts. We've written a number of papers that have been published um, from it. And to be honest with you, every time I look at it, I learn new things. So we're going to let Jenny bring that up, and then I'm going to make some comments on it, and we're going to start a series based on these steps on how to get ahead, how to get yourself out of the funk and the doldrums of discouragement and despair and hopelessness and come to a better place in spite of how you're emotionally feeling. About uh, 10 years or so ago, uh, during the Great Recession, Peter and I put together, it was mostly Peter's thoughts and I kind of helped shape them, we put together 10, uh, we called them I think lessons at that point, 10 lessons, 10 tips for surviving in hard times. Uh, we are again in hard times. And we thought, what better time than at the beginning of the year when people kind of think about resolutions, new ideas for how they're going to get through this next time. How about revisiting some of those principles that are timeless, really. Uh, we're, today, Peter's going to be talking about uh, three of them. And we're going to start with the first step. And it's going to sound deceptively simple. And yet, it is essential. And it is where you start. And it is to slow down. When an extraordinary reality, like we're, we've been facing that for over a year, um, people do panic and they do get hyped up. And they, because one of the things that's, that's changed is they don't have control the way they used to have it. And things are out of kilter for them. So this is a time when instead of revving up um, and trying to get control, this is actually a time to slow yourself down. When people are going through difficult times and crises, and, and it's important to realize that sometimes it's even difficult to, to go one hour at a time. Um, you know, sitting here, and I, I, I don't feel that way. I have been in those places at times. But this is a time to slow yourself down, to kind of give yourself a chance to kind of reorient. And it does take some time. And not to let your emotions get so revved up that you lose your perspective completely on what's going on. The chances of you are doing the right things um, if you let your emotions take over is not very high. We're not talking about a normal feeling state, you know, we intuitively pick up things. We're talking about when those emotions really charge up. One of the other things that I have discovered during this time in helping a lot of people is these are the kind of times that can actually trigger people from that have had past traumas or past difficulties in their life. This is the kind of thing that can draw that back up into the present. And all of a sudden, they're revved up. Their emotional states and their behaviors aren't based on what's happening in the present. The present actually has been contaminated by what they've been through in the past. That is so common. And it's also quite damaging. And I've seen a lot of it. So it's very important to find a way to slow yourself down and to become aware that that could be happening. And if it is, to make some choices not to let that take over. Okay? So it's, it's, a, it's a different perspective. It's a survival technique, I'll tell you that, because it gives you time to get a lay of the land. And when things are this uh, unsure, and they still are, um, things can at times move very quickly. Changes can move very quickly. And when they do, people get very revved up. 
In fact, I think this is a week or two, less than, I'd say less than two weeks, where we have seen that happen, and it's a disaster. We have seen people let their emotions take over. And I don't think it's only about the president. I think they've just gotten really revved up. They're frustrated. Uh, they're moving too quickly, and they're getting reactive. So what we're really wanting to do is to avoid that so we can do something more constructive and positive. If, if, if you need to think about things, think about what are ways that with this country can be brought back together instead of turn on each other and be polarized. I don't think we can count on politicians to do that these days. They seem to have their own agendas. But that's what we need to do is to slow down and really take a look at what's happening and then decide what our actions are going to be. So that would be my first suggestion during this time. Moving on to a combination of the second and third steps that uh, were part of, of the work that we wrote and have updated uh, recently. Uh, the first one is to not take on the spirit of fear. And boy, isn't that all through our culture right now combined with uh, the reminder that we do need to be aware of and know the facts of what's happening around us in the world in our time and yet to know that facts are not the complete reality that there are other things to keep in mind and not lose track of when uh, these situations, circumstances, facts, events become overwhelming. So Peter's going to combine those and let's hear what he has to say. I think one of the things we have to know is the spirit of fear is always around. But when you have a certain uh, ritual, a certain way of life that you're used to, it gives you control over your fear and you can rely on that, that way of life that you've had for so long. Well, what happens during these extraordinary realities and these times of change is that spirit of fear begins to really take hold of people. It has. I've seen it, and I think it's very strong right up to this point. Um, and I think what we're seeing is people don't know that it's fear. They think it's all kinds of other things, and they feel very justified in their behaviors. When, 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 what's really important during these times is to recognize that these times of change, yes, they make us feel vulnerable. They make us feel that our, the familiar things in life that made us feel secure are being taken away so quickly. It does create crises. I mean, we have when people don't have jobs, businesses have closed. Um, we have people who have been so sick and family members that have been sick and passed away. We do, all of that is really happening, so nobody's denying that. But I think what we really want people to do, I, I really recommend this and I do it, is yes, no, that is happening, but the idea is not to let it overpower you. Don't start to make, don't act out of fear. And I'm seeing a lot of that now, only the way it manifests itself is in anger and adversity and feel, people feel so justified. I see fear and I see that it's taking over. The key really is not to let that happen and to have a clearer head about things. Um, you know, I look at different, I look at the change differently. I've been one of those people that have lived in this these ups and downs of life, and so much good has come out of it. But, you know, it takes time to get there and to learn how to use that and how to work with it. It's also a time when you don't let your emotions, especially fear, take over, that you begin to see opportunities and things that are 
interesting and give you glimpses of some good that can come out of all of this. That's in spite of and even with the difficulties and the pain that's going on. No one is dismissing how painful things are. We see that it's wearing people down. I see that people are, even the positive people that I've known, the people helpers, the frontline workers, they're exhausted. And I see it. And I see what comes out of it. The frustration, the inability to really manage their emotions, um, to be more short, and they, they just don't have the tolerances anymore. A lot of people are beginning to really run away and want to bury their head in the sand and pretend that this isn't happening. That's also another product of uh, an offshoot of fear. That doesn't help either. This is a time that we do need to honestly evaluate what's going on. And it can be pretty heavy duty. People losing their jobs, not being able to afford their rent, not being able to do a lot of things that they used to be able to do. But here's the thing, not to let that be your total reality. Not just keep focused on that negatively so much that your emotions are riled up, the triggerings are happening, and you're missing the opportunities of these new changes that are happening. There are so many, and I know at the Bernstein Institute, we have people that really have taught them how to really grab the opportunities when you see them. And don't waste time because the changes are, they can go past, past so quickly. So instead of letting the fear freeze us, we get stimulated to do some new things and to take new opportunities presented during these times. I recommend that to everybody. So slow yourself down. Don't let the fear take over. Don't bury your head in the sand. But don't believe that, that those old emotions and that, that, that are coming up, that's your whole reality. It's not. Even if your realities look really rough with your health, with money, don't believe that's the whole story because you'll get too depressed and hopeless. It's not that. Just know that, yes, you do have to pay attention, but there is so much more to life than just those things. Try to keep that in mind, so then you'll find there's more fulfillment available to you, maybe even especially during these difficult times. Keep your eyes open, your hearts open, and your mind open, and watch how creative you can become, and how you can really begin to grasp these opportunities and make some wonderful new changes. I just realized I forgot to say Happy New Year, and we do wish you a Happy New Year and hope that what we've brought you today is going to make starting into this, what will be again another difficult year, just a little bit easier, a little bit better. We hope it's been of value to you. Uh, again, I want to remind you that we are sponsored by Sonoma Coast Trauma Treatment, and if what we brought you today has been of value, I hope you'll consider donating to them at sctraumatreatment.org. Our Survivor's Guide to Life podcast is available on all of the local outlets, and we have our own YouTube channel. Uh, please join us there. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Peter or I, we are at 707-781-3335 or Jenny at BernsteinInstitute.com. Two things. One, I forgot to say, please like or share us. We would really appreciate it. We'd appreciate your feedback. And also we have a booklet uh, with the principles uh, of which we talked about three today. If you'd like a copy, we'd love to send one to you. So thank you. Take care. And please join us again next time.